It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. My friend Joshua was just letting me know that this is only his second podcast ever. Which it is. blows my mind because you're a funny individual that has dipped more than just your toes in the <laughs> entertainment industry on different types of platforms, right? Like music, improv. I'm like, do you do you act as well? I I mean, I act like I act, but like the only real acting I've done is improv. Uh -huh. So aside from like school plays, like uh -huh. back in elementary school. No way. I did do for four years in a row. I was in one act plays in high school, mm. and I rocked that. But Ooh, that's that's all. That's all I did. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time and I have many friends that do podcasts, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just never, never was on it. Never, <laughs> never like well, searched welcome. for that. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank we, you. We're at we it. searched Let's, you out. What's welcome to baddies to the episode. Baddies. Welcome to another episode of ICBTB podcast, also known as it, it can't, can't be, be that, that bad. bad. We are finally after a long time doing a movie episode because we have a good friend of ours, Josh Wolf, who is an Arnold Schwarzenegger connoisseur, or how would you label yourself? Savant. Uh, I mean, I, at one time in my life, I would say a disciple. A I, was, I, was, I, was, I was deep. The, you know, the well went deep. Did you stop after him and Maria Shriver broke up? No, it just got more interesting. Hell yeah. Because um, did you see that maid? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's... <laughs> have you seen the, kid, the picture of him with his kid? His kid's huge. Yeah. I can only imagine those genetics, and if the kid came out small, that would be a wrong kid. Have you seen his kids with Maria Shriver? They don't look like his kids. No. What? Because oh. maybe Maria wasn't being too... She was doing a little something now. I don't know well, what, you know. but like, I'm just saying like, as far as like the got... genetic combo of the perfection of him and the maid, mm -hmm. like it just seemed like this is this is God's work kind of thing. Like, Yeah. It's a perfect yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, perfect his, his body. His kid's huge. And no accent. Well, I mean, I would imagine accents don't... <laughs> it skips a generation. Yeah, I've, if I had gotten my parents' accent right out the womb, if I was able to talk as a baby right out the womb... Okay, I don't want to go into that rabbit hole. I do want to talk about you a little bit more. <laughs> no one was even okay. going except for you. <laughs> <laughs> he, was he saw the end. And it's, I, it's do, I knew, it, I knew what light. that direction was already like. Um, before actually even meeting you, I had seen you in pictures. That sounds creepy. Let me back this up because I was friends of your friends before actually getting to meet you. Okay. okay because gotcha. Jeremy Dorado, shout out to Jeremy Dorado, he would always talk about you. You guys are great friends. Even like the last time I came down to Hollywood, we made time. Yes. I mean, we came yes. and saw you. Yes. Um, that What I knew about you is that you were infamous for throwing something called Arnold Fest? Am yes, I... that's what I. That's what's in the special bag here. Wow. So yeah, like I said, my love for Arnold was from a very early age. I was, you know, probably, I'm trying to remember, maybe like five or six when I clocked my first Arnold film, like realized like this, this man is amazing. And, and what I movie loved, was it? It was probably Twins. Ooh. I'm trying to think. My first, my first movie that I saw... That or that and or kindergarten cop, like that era. Nice. Yep. I remember specifically choosing to dislike Jello because Arnold's character in Kindergarten Cop was like, I, I hate, hate Jello. Yeah. I hate Jello. <laughs> and I was like, I hate Jello. I also hate Jello. <laughs> I also hate Jello. Funny thing. Wow. wow coincidence. We have so much in common, Arnold. But yeah, like at really early on, loving Arnold and it just kind of kept evolving a little further into like watching, getting like owning more of his movies and watching more. And I don't remember what 
triggered in my brain like we need to have an Arnold Fest. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm, like so intense. No, no, it was it was something of like like we watched like I was with my friend Peter and who was another like they're the architects of Arnold Fest. So myself, mm. my friend Peter, Jeremy eventually became one of the of the triumvirate. But like uh-huh. at first it was just him and I, and I think it was like we were watching some Arnold movies and I realized like I didn't own Commando. Mm. or something like there's a couple others so it was like well let's go to uh, let's go down to fries and like go pick it up and i was there and i was like oh look red heat i don't think i've ever seen that one oh mm-hmm. hey raw deal and we just went down the list and i went to the stack the counter with about 30 arnold films 30 somewhere Three around zero, 30. Yes, really? yes and i was trying to keep a straight face because <laughs> they're all arnold films i was just thinking of the cashier just like oh an arnold film Oh, another oh, another Oh, another. Oh, another, another. She oh has my to, God, they are all individually scanned. Yeah, cash, please. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we did, and the way it worked is, um, I got a pamphlet here too. Is that we was would this watch, a ticketed event? Like this seems yeah. very. I'll, I'll I'll get into it. The first year it was very low key. This this pamphlet I'll I'll save actually was like year two or three. Mm-hmm. So year one, we just were like, we're going to watch these films in chronological order, starting with Hercules in New York, which I was is beautiful. Incredible. Dubbed or like with real Arnold's voice or with a fake guy's voice? We, we, we first, when we watched it, we watched with the, the fake Arnold voice. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is funny, I guess. But like, we want to hear Arnold's voice. Just ruin the English language. Raw. It's, it's so raw. <laughs> Have you seen Hercules in New York? I've seen clips. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been given the opportunity to it's sit so down and watch good. it. Oh my God. God, Pretzi so is maybe oh, the best character oh. in cinema history. He's he, like some kind of Woody Allen knockoff of some sort. And the best part about Pretzi, I'm, I'm sorry that no, we're keeping cutting you but at the end of the movie, he just like shrugs his shoulders and goes back to his normal life. <laughs> like all this crazy shit happens to him. He literally meets Greek gods and then he's just like, eh, back to selling pretzels at the beach or wherever the fuck he's selling Pretzi, the pretzel He's a pretzel maker? salesman. Yeah. Really? Pretzel salesman is like the highest esteemed title for it. Well, in New York, that was a valid job until the... It was. 90s. Wow. That movie is so good. There's like a scene where Arnold's like at a cafeteria and like seeing like food behind glass you got to pay for. And he's like, so much food for so few coins. <laughs> like he's trying to like say these lines. You could tell he was like with a coach right before the take. Oh. And it's like, just say it again. Okay. Just say it one more time. Another. Okay. Let's it. just film now. Film now. He's ready. It's as best as he'll get. It's he also so fights a good. bear. Yeah, a bear. Which you well, can a, like see the zipper. Yeah, it's a person in a suit. <laughs> yeah, you can like see the zipper on the back of this bear's suit. Stop. It's that like low budget. Yeah, yeah well, this was I mean, like late sixties. Yeah, I think. this was his first gig, right? Like coming here, someone was right. like, "You're massive. Right. We're gonna put you in front of a camera." <laughs> yeah, as Hercules. Hercules. As Hercules. Yeah. yeah. And so, then after that, I mean, he didn't really get any more. He got gigs afterwards after pumping iron was that yeah so like i would say and i would think about this a lot like what are my essential arnold films and these are films that are like both good in a sense that like i think these are legitimately good films but also good and like i love them so much i know they're bad but i can't help but love them Uh uh-huh and i think pumping iron is one of them for both like it has cheesy points but also it is like a legitimately ex- like enjoyable film to watch these guys in their own world like playing psychological games on each other uh-huh. that's what i learned about that one the way arnold treats lou ferrigno is insane oh yeah like like you can tell lou is like already kind of self-conscious about himself because he had like glasses and was a nerd yeah. growing up and, and like he that. also was partially deaf yeah and arnold Whoa. would be, arnold would be like Lou, you're almost there, man. You 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 almost got it. Yeah. You keep going, like you almost got. It. And you can see Lou being like, "Fuck, man! Like I don't right. know what to. I can't figure this out." Um, if I remember correctly, part of Pumping Iron is based on a book. 
Yeah, I never read the book, and I'm not even sure like how they made a film. I think they just kind of got the rights to the name or something. Yeah, how did in they the, make a documentary about a book? In the credits, know. it blew it's, my mind when I saw that that it's based on a book, the book Pumping Iron. But it's like, well, what parts? Is that like a biography on yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? The title on the cover. It's based on yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's about it, I it, guess. This is incredible, man. I yeah. haven't talked about Pumping Iron in a long time. Pumping Iron is really cool. They hyped up a lot of like the antagonism between each other yeah. like pranks were like kind of conceived before filming to like add to the drama because they kept mm -hmm. thinking well if it's just us working out there's no film we got to do something to yeah. add some drama to it but it ended up becoming like we were saying with the Lou Ferrigno thing like even though they knew they were going to have a scene let's all sit down with your family and have lunch right before the big show and I'll razz you yeah and but it was like real psychological razzing going on it's like yeah in a few years maybe one or two you'll, you'll be ready for yep. it yep. you know it's just not your time it's just not your time <laughs> me I mean we could do it today we could do it tomorrow I'll win it every time it's like yeah it was just so good and I would even say at that time I think Lou Ferrigno did look a little bit better than Arnold I think Lou's body he was huge. Well, Is there it? was a section in time where I don't know. I feel like Arnold has always been in better shape than Lou Ferrigno, right? Uh, dude, when Lou was playing the Hulk. Uh-huh. Of course. He was a big guy, but like Arnold was a little more shredded. Yeah, but Arnold's also short. And like, you know, Arnold. What's right. his height? Well, sh Arnold's shorter. Arnold's 6'1". <laughs> Although, like, nowadays, he's probably like 5'11 or 5'10. Yeah, or the padding like, in between his vertebrae is. They would always kind of fluff the numbers a little bit, too. For like sure. He's wearing tall, some pretty tall boots. Yeah. But uh -huh. I think Lou Ferrigno was probably like 6'6 or 6'7. Lou Ferrigno was a big dude. Monster. Big yeah. dude. If I'm being honest, I think the real, like, the one who should have won was Franco Colombo. Yes. That dude is so cool. And you can see him throughout Arnold's career in films, mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. in Last action hero there's like a little like easter egg of him oh, really there's a lot of cameos in yeah. last action hero that's yeah well, well when we break into that it's like an unbelievable like whirlwind but anyway so back to yes. arnold fest so they we would watch the movies chronologically and the whole idea was we're trying to watch all of arnold's career and not go to sleep like oh. you, you the, there there's no there's no time to stop and we'll pick it up because these are like something like 40 films yeah so we're just yeah so, <laughs> so we're yeah, how many films so like so we're gonna just keep watching and someone's gotta stay awake to be able to put that dvd in the player and even if you just press play and go to sleep that's fine you just it has to keep going someone yeah. has to be the torchbearer it can't stop so yeah for a first year i think i got up to t2 which is like, if you think about his career, it's like, okay, like early 90s. But like, that's about halfway into the, you know, sure. that's something where, you know, you're probably on like 30 hours of, of being up. And I've been awake from over a day. But if when you're awake and you're only watching movies, specifically Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, you lose your mind. I'm you, sure. You used to go through like, is this a real person? His face, like you've ever seen like Total Recall where they have like <laughs> the fake faces and eyes bulging out. Like Arnold's face not even in Total Recall, just other films, like it starts to look like a leather glove. Like it's like, what, what am I looking at? Like I just go, you have to start doing tricks and like doing like other things and like keep yourself awake because when you're only staring at Arnold movies, it's just like, it's too hard. And so, you're like, delirious. I mean, that's yes. happened to me. I look, when I've looked in the mirror, long enough like let's say i'm just drunk as shit i'm looking in the mirror you start looking at parts of like your face that you never observed and you start thinking like is this how other people see me yeah. i can imagine that that's what it was for you you've looked at this man for 30 hours right. straight and now you're observing like features like whoa that, i've never looked at his cheekbones like that that gap between his teeth is like a rabbit hole you just dive into yeah. you just fall into it and it's it yeah so like year two is i think around then two or three is when we were like let's get serious about this because mm. that's also when i was like not only getting into arnold films but like i was like oh i'm gonna start working out 
Like mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna like start listening to you know what Arnold has been saying. Sure. So I got this giant encyclopedia of bodybuilding that Arnold released. It's yep. like I don't know how many pages, probably close to a thousand. And it, obviously, it has like his career, like highlights. It has like workout routines, and it has diet. And we're like, we're gonna follow this. So like this year, we're gonna we're gonna have weights. So while we're do- watching Arnold Fest, we're going to have weights around where you can wow. like, start exercising just to make it harder to try and stay awake because now you're also tired. So it was a challenge. And we're going to try and do the Arnold diet while we're watching this movie. So like we prepped. We like went to it was like a Safeway or something that was near my house at the time. And we tried to buy three days worth of the bodybuilding diet, which was like s- start off the day with like five eggs, three pieces of bacon, two pieces of toast and like a bunch of seeds. It's like, there's like six meals in the day. A bunch of seeds. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a ridiculous diet. And it finalized with the Arnold burger, which is like the base is a pound of ground beef and it had like four eggs, something like six saltine crackers, an entire onion. It was so big. I tried mm-hmm. cooking it on this form and grill and it couldn't keep its form. Mm-hmm. It was like trying to flip it and it just kept breaking. It was the size of a dinner plate. Jesus Just Christ. the burger. Just the burger. Mm-hmm. No one could finish it. We all realized, like, we are we can't do this. You diet. guys had one burger each? Yes. Or like, try- wow. Yeah, so you we guys were trying to cook. share that burger. Jeremy was the only person who could finish that burger. I believe that. And he came in hot right after, like, an arcade fire concert or something, completely sunburned. <laughs> he came in, like, three films in. And I was like, this man is just, like, going for it. And he just starts eating. <laughs> I was, uh-huh. I've never been more impressed. But yeah, we made pamphlets. So this is the oh the Arnold Fest pamphlet. It's just basically list of the films. Wow. Little bit of a description. Oh my god. Out. Right, right. Where can I get a copy of this? I want to hang it on my I wall. I mean, I feel like there's only two in existence. What? We also made commemorative plates. What? We would eat off these. This was the size of the burger, this entire plate. What are you showing me right My now? My mind is so fucking blown right what now. What are you showing so me right now? we all have the commemorative plate. And this is a classic scene when they were in Pumping Iron, when they were pumping on Venice Beach. Yeah, look at those 24-inch pythons. Yeah, the Arnold was stacked. In his day, what was he, like 6'1", 240... 240... Man, that, yeah, that's an all-muscle. Just all-muscle. No body fat. We also had. I also have the Arnold Fest plate for my cat at the time, Sabrina. <laughs> oh, a cat where she plate? can eat on her plate while we eat on our plate. So she's participating. Part- she would participate yeah, too. Yeah, she would participate too. Did the cat lift weights? She was so heavy at the time. Lifting her body was like squats, was already like doing body it. weight stuff. She was she understood. Was and I also brought the Arnold Fest robes. Robes. So the beginning of the of the of the entire fest, we would have a ceremony, and. The ceremony. He really is a disciple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, we went deep. We went deep. And basically it was like, we would ask, it was like Peter and I would be wearing this robes. And I don't know if there's even room for me to don it. It was something that his mom made uh-huh. like out of burlap really? sack. It's pretty dope, actually. Can you imagine that conversation with your mother? Like, hey, mom, can you make something for me? And she's like, yeah, what is it, son? And can you make me this robe specifically for Arnold Fest? And then you go into all of that. Yeah, just cult robe, a cult robe. Yeah, Can you make just a a cult one robe? cult robe. She but... measured us, got like our measurements to make sure it's like exact. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if I have mine or Peter's actually. So uh-huh. I was like, I don't know if it fits me. But yeah, it was it was a full ceremony. And and it was like, as long as someone is awake, just put the DVD in and press play. And, and how we'll often how would like one of you go. guys wake up in sweats and just, just sweating and like, 
oh, and it's like the the screen's black because no one popped in the uh, the DVD or yeah. VHS. That would happen often. Yeah. We'd just be like, okay, Jeremy said that guy. happened. He was like, he woke up out of a stupor, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> we were all just passed the fuck out. And he gets up and he's like, oh, what's next? What's next? He just reached over for Batman and Robin, just puts it in, presses play, and just immediately goes back <laughs> to sleep. And I was like, more power to you, man. But yeah, after that, we like realized like this is so, we, we can't keep up the diet. The diet was just ridiculous. Spent like hundreds of dollars. And we, <laughs> it's expensive. It's a lot of, of protein, weekend, man. We were like, no, fuck that. We're going to just eat goldfish crackers, turkey, <laughs> and like, you know, cereal. That's all we're going to do. But then after like that, normal people, right? Like normal people, of course. Yeah, the normal normal, the real Arnold Fest, <laughs> goldfish diet. cereal. Yeah. So after that, we implemented the grab bag rule. So we we decided that like this isn't fair because we can never be awake for the era of Arnold's career where it gets good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a like early on films. If you look on the back, it's basically in chronological order. Yeah. You can see like the top row. It's like what are these movies? I never even heard. Right. And like most of them are like unknowns. Yeah, there's gonna be some in there. Maybe pumping irons on the top. But yeah, like a, something like third one. Like the villain. Like, have you guys ever seen the villain? No. It's never. his only western film. I was gonna say I recognize I recognize that costume. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen a still from that movie. It's bonkers film. It's like a Looney Tunes live action, basically. It's it's really wild. It's uh, fun, but it's like, okay. And Stay Hungry, is that the one with Jeff Bridges? Yes. Yes. And Sally Field. Fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got like a pumping scene where he's wearing like a Batman suit. And that was when I realized like, oh, Arnold could play a good Batman. I mean, uh, he's got an accent, but just be like, you know, whatever. physically. They never address look. it in half of his movies, anyways. <laughs> yeah, what difference yeah. does it make? It's like, well, I mean, you know, I don't want to hold it against him just because this man has an Austrian accent. But like, yeah, though the that we realized we couldn't watch the ones that we were really into, like getting into Predator, getting into Terminator Two. Like, we would be so like delirious and sleepy mm-hmm. that like it's not fair. We we are only watching like these kind of like shittier movies to get to the good ones. We'll never be awake. So we made the Arnold grab bag. It's pretty faded now, but it's like you can see Conan. It was printed onto, printed that. onto this pillowcase. Yeah, the that's dedication. what I was, was looking like. The dedication yeah. is incredible. Yeah, this, this is, is old. This is old right now. Um, uh, I'm so happy that you brought all of this <laughs> paraphernalia. People that are just listening to the podcast, just imagine like glorious artifacts. Well, this is I'm a born. reason to hop on you. Like I've said it before, like hop on YouTube if you don't, if you if you only listen to this, but like legitimately see, look at these artifacts <laughs> more from people, this disciple. More people need to see this plate. The this fa- plate has to be in, and it's like, you know, when you go to your grandma's house and she has like the fine china for the Pope, if yep. ever he comes into town, this is it. That's the thing. And imagine eating food off of that, and you are rewarded when you clean that plate by seeing that man right underneath your food. I, I would kinda, like a nice gravy on here. I yeah. kind of stopped using it, too, because I kept getting worried, like, I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin yeah, the dude. back or yeah, something yeah. about it. So now it's like a fine china. Like, I just keep it, like, vertical in the cabinet. Good. So when you open it, Arnold's just there flexing ready, right in front ready of you for just you. to See show it. you. So, yeah. we in, uh, But, yeah, after that, we implemented the grab bag rule. So we would take all the DVDs put it in the pillowcase, and mm. then just rando. iPod shuffle it, yeah. Right, but it wouldn't be like we pull it out and that's what we watch. We pull it out and we're like, we're not watching this one yet. Oh. Pull again, we're not watching this one yet. And oh, so we would keep going until, until there's you found the one, you one to left. Watch. Yeah. One left, and then we would like guess what's left. Mm-hmm. Oh. Early on, it's hard because there's so many films. But then at the end, we're like, oh, we can't wait. The only one left must be Terminator. Uh-huh. So like, it became like a like a a fun way to mix things up. What was the only one left? Well, I mean, we did it a couple of years. I think, say the very first one, the very first year that you had implemented the grab bag rules. What was the one that was 
the last pick. I think it was like one, like the villain. It was like oh, a okay. shitty one. It was like, <laughs> damn, like, this is backfiring. Oh, it's supposed to be a good one. We're never front. doing this again. Right. Would you say, yeah. but you would still watch all of the films. Yes. Yes. Well, there was a year where my work was like, we can't let you take time off for Arnold Fest anymore. Like, <laughs> I do like how your work already knows Please about Arnold Fest. Like, it's all. I was mad. I was mad. A I was like, how I never asked for time off. <laughs> as a disciple how could you yeah they don't understand you consider this my two weeks notice <laughs> yeah exactly wow but yeah so yeah and then eventually just kind of like faded away unfortunately we're just getting busy of course then like i tried to bring it back and we're like we'll just do 24 hours of arnold uh-huh so we'll just put in you know the still films. a lot of arnold. It is a lot of arnold. <laughs> we'll only do <laughs> a full day no you yeah. can't sleep during it <laughs> yeah, you better like, sleep you before me? yeah it's just 24 wow. hours and you guys stopped after uh the u.n passed a law that torture through arnold schwarzenegger films was illegal right they were no yeah. longer allowed to strap people down to boards and make them as watch long as the cameras aren't on that's I mean, this is says not the torture. CIA. I once again, like I, <laughs> who are you, George Bush? This one, is not torture. <laughs> once again, uh, I I heard about Arnold Fest before even meeting you, and I wanted so badly to be a part of it. You know, I was new to DVC, I was new to like making friends, and I was sure, just like, sure. that's the guy I want to be friends with. Actually, when I first met you, it, uh, it was just at DVC, and I think you were eating something that was extremely healthy, and you were just so pleasant. And I'm glad, <laughs> so pl- like you know, because you ha- you have a strong build, right? You look like someone that, and you you, you are extremely fit. You are trained in uh, kung fu. In kung fu, yeah, trolley fuck kung fu specifically. Look at that man could kill me, and the fact that you had a I could fr- fucking kill you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. with a plate or with a. <laughs> with I'll the- choke you right now to death. Oh, it's it's happening. No, this yeah, is well, how the podcast. Ends. I think it was those days was like when I, I used to carry you. around a cooler. And I would have my meal in, which would have like, you know, a gallon of milk in there uh-huh. and like chicken, rice, beans or something yeah. like broccoli. I think you were legitimately eating around. seeds. I think I think seeds. I saw you eating seeds. Is seeds. That, is that... I kept the oral diet to a certain Offering. extent. Okay. To a okay. certain extent. Gotcha. I, that was when I used to drink four gallons of milk a week. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, it was a wow. lot. It was a lot. Every vegan in the world just shit their pants thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, those... I can't really drink that much like lactose anymore. So now when I think about that. It's just like, oh, my mouth would just be like dripping. Constantly like, yeah, coated in mucus everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like, I love milk. I thought I drank a lot of milk, but four gallons in a week, yeah. again, seems like a torture sentence to me. I would just like milk? chug it. I would just like not whole milk. I wouldn't oh, do thank whole God. milk. It would be like 2%. 2%. That's okay. pretty much water anyways. I was going to say. If you were just chugging whole yeah, milk, I couldn't do that. You wouldn't that be this physique. fit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would no. Be like, well, that's one sense. of those things. Isn't it like impossible to drink a gallon of milk in a certain, like under five minutes? Isn't there something about that? Like, there, the I body believe will it. reject it. I I've believe de- it. I've definitely seen a person chug a gallon of milk and then instantly throw up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that body was will probably jackass it. or something, right? No, I'm, uh, YouTube, man. You, mm-hmm. YouTube right. in 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about it. Like the body's like, nah, 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 you're over. We'll, t- we'll let you take it in, but you're not keeping it. That's yeah. what your body's saying. <laughs> yeah. um, well, thank is, you for the crash dude, course. Yeah, that, that was is incredible. awesome. The listeners all over the fucking world are just pooping in their pants because that was like that. This is such a niche thing. The Arnold Fest. And yeah. it's uh, I, I think it's about time we jump into the movie that we're actually going to talk about because I don't want to I I'm curious as to what your reaction is going to be, but I've never seen this movie. That's what blew my mind. Like right before we recorded, I accidentally mm. buried the lead. Yeah, mm. I was like, "What? You guys have never seen never Last seen it. Action Hero? Did not know what it was about?" But um, I, I, I only gathered enough from the movie poster since that's what we sent you. By the way, baddies, 
if you are not familiar, if you did not purchase yourself one of these shirts, um, it is a shirt that came out like a year and a half ago. It's uh, and we also yeah. used it for our podcast cover art for a while too. A long time. Yeah, a long time. It had stickers made of it. And Literally, stuff, and... it was the last action hero movie poster, but you drew it with our faces on basically us right. as them. Right. Yeah. And you your your art, by the way, follow Josh Wolf. He is an amazing artist, comic book creator, Kairu Gaiden, and you are doing something with fellow robot, right? Yes. That is freaking awesome. Hop on over to his Instagram. Um commission him. If you guys have any if you guys want quality, quality art, go to this man because you it's really impressive. Really impressive. Yeah, I was like I think you came to me with like we want last action hero but our faces and yeah. like a tear fell down <laughs> my face as I read that I was like what now that I know your past with Arnold like I, it did, makes sense did you know that that's why you picked him to do that thing or like did you know he would I be knew an I wanted something Arnold with fan? him I, I want yeah. yeah and then I was like we had discussed not to cut you no, off but we had discussed having you do art for us um, like I think pretty really, really early on yeah um but I, I don't even remember how we landed on Last Action Hero. Do you? It was I do because it, it all fell into place, right? I we were looking for okay, we're a bad movie podcast, and Talk like it synergy. should be like a movie poster, like a movie poster parody. Yeah. And so I was looking around for like you know uh, poorly rated movies, uh, bad movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Last Action Hero got onto that Google like, list. I don't dude, know. It's, <laughs> honestly, I don't either. I'm surprised. <laughs> it's but it sh- it popped up, and I like you know I enlarged the image, and I was like, oh my god. This is it. They're popping out of like a movie theater. Yeah. Right, right. Right? There wasn't it, even a, a second guess, a second option. Mm-hmm. We were just like, this is the one. There are two individuals on this movie poster. Yeah. And right. I already know Alejandro's going to, he's not going to allow it if he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I guess mm-hmm. I have to be Danny. So I'm going to go ahead and be Danny. And now I'm this It's an brown honor to be little, Danny. Huh? It's an it honor, is. It's an honor to be Danny. You're playing it down. Mm, I have, I have <laughs> thoughts. I have thoughts re- regarding Danny Madigan. Because also, if your last name is Madigan, I you're it's making me it's making it, he upsets me throughout the film. Okay, um, all right, okay, all right. That's fair. So fair. douchey when he gets into movie world. I, I do think he's the true villain of the film. Yeah, because he's just <laughs> ruining Tom people's lives. Like, could you imagine? Right. Yeah, he's just destroying. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. okay. Let's hop into the nitty gritty. Here's the itty bitty nitty gritty coming at you. Uh, this movie we watched is called Last Action Hero. It was rated PG-13. was released in the year 1993. has a runtime of two hours and ten minutes, which is equivalent to 130 minutes. Uh, it has a rating of 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 44% on Metacritic. Gentlemen, would you like to guess what percentage of Google users approve of this film? Approve? Yeah, it's a thumbs up, thumbs down rating sort of thing on Google. Every movie has one. I want to say 89%. 89? No, no, no. I mean, as much as I love this film, I know the like the dirty underbelly of Google of the um, internet, yeah, and of yeah, the yeah, internet. yeah. So I'm going to say like 64. Ooh, nice. you think it's that low? It's Let's you know hear- what? It varies. It, like Google is very hard to pick. It is 86 percent oh, on wow. Google. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. So there is some like just common sense, right? In Google, apparently. So synapses. Coming at you. Right at you. I said it early. I fucked up. I haven't done this in a while. Following the death of his father, young Danny Madigan takes comfort in watching action movies featuring the indestructible Los Angeles cop, Jack Slater. After being given a magic ticket by the theater manager, Nick, Danny is sucked into the screen and bonds with Slater. When the evil fiction villain, Benedict, gets his hands on the ticket and enters the real world, Danny and Jack must follow and stop him. 
This movie had a budget of $85 million. Mm-hmm. About 82 of that went to Arnold. Uh, and then the rest was in CGI, clearly. Um, you guys For the want- animated cat. The so three mil went to the animated cat. The animated cat and digitalized black and white Humphrey Bogart. You know Bogart. who that animated cat was? Who? Danny DeVito. Stop, really? Yes. Yeah, I thought it sounded... 100%. From, when you were watching it in the car, and uh-huh. all I could do was hear it, I, I thought it was very... It sounded like someone that I knew, and now it makes sense. I, I don't know why that cat wasn't in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mmm, they could have a little Easter egg. They should have. I think there was some sitcom at the time that came out, either a couple years or something before then, that was like the same premise, where there was a cop uh, teamed up with a cartoon cat or something, and it only lasted like five se- or five episodes, five seasons. Why don't, five, why don't they reboot that show? They're over here rebooting Full House and shit. I want to see that show. I want the cat. Money. Um, speaking of money, how much do you think it made? I think I'm going to say $150 million, $155 million. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think right now. It was 80, $85 million to $85 make. $85 million to make. Uh, I don't think it made its money back. I'm going to say, because I know it tanked in the box offices it came out a week after jurassic park no way you can compete with that Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say it was like 70 million it made 137.3 million dollars i would say technically in like you know the scope of movies and stuff it didn't really make its money back it didn't even double its budget after all of the marketing and shit and stuff that they paid i'm sure you know yeah it's not the biggest grossing film that arnold's ever done that's for sure um also totally didn't realize shane black wrote this Yes. Completely makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. When you told me that, I was like, oh, that this is like some of the most Shane Black comedy I've ever seen in my life. It's awesome. Like this movie. That's why they're so like, okay, we kept saying I love this movie. that this movie is incredibly meta. And especially for being like a 93 film. Yes. Like the tongue in cheek, looking into the barrel of the camera, winking, winking at the audience, yeah. talking to the audience. It's like, oh, Deadpool is hacked now because this did it better. Right. Mm-hmm. This did it really well. And People it's, uh, weren't ready for it. No. No. It was like super <laughs> meta. It is. Well, the they fact, weren't ready for it. Yeah. I mean, the fact that there's a moment like where Danny and Jack Slater pass by Sharon Stone oh, smoking yes. a cigarette. Yes. And Patrick, what the fuck is his name? I know Robert this. Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Back to back. It's just like what, 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 what? Well, when we were watching it, and again, because it's the first time we're watching, I'm like, wait a minute, isn't that guy one of the Terminators? And I was like, no, fuck out of here. And I looked it up, and I was like, why? Oh my god! Why yeah. is he on the roster? I he, he it was him. He showed yes. up. Yeah, well, I this mean, this was Arnold's first time producing one of his films. Wow, or producing any film. So he had. I feel like he just had so much power and pull. This is also the peak of the, uh, what do you call it? Planet Hollywood time. Yes. Yeah. So well, I mean, this he is like it his, in the movie. He just did Terminator Two. It's the height of his career, and he's just pulling all the stops. He's just getting everybody he knows and yeah. all the favors, like bringing them in. It's, Can I say? Planet Hollywood, when I was a kid, was my absolute favorite restaurant, hands down, period. It's awesome. Except for the time they sat us at the table next to all of the spiders from, uh, I think... Arachnophobia? I think so. <laughs> uh, and Christian, you know how I am about spiders? You hate spiders. Uh, I, it's, I just... I love spiders. Well... Well, we can I've never heard people later. say I love yeah. spiders. I mean, I've, I've seen people say I love spiders. roller coasters, I love dogs, but I've never heard them say I love spiders. I Too don't many have eyes. Any problem Too with many spiders? Legs. In fact, the more I hear people say they don't like spiders, the more I feel like I just love them more because they're not getting that. They're love getting from the love. Else. And yeah. you know what? You somebody should like them. Right. Right. You and, and fact, Peter yeah. Parker are the only two. So. I'm more on the dislike them side, just because. I mean, like it depends on the spider itself. 
Uh, I don't want to upset you, Josh. I think kill them all with fire. Nope, it's okay. Some of them deserve to live. Just, you know, you do your thing over there. In the last episode, you wanted to kill half of Los Angeles. No, hey, without context, listen to the episode that he has some context. Whatever, let's talk about last action yes. hero. Okay. This. Uh, Can I ask Josh a question real yeah, quick? Yeah, go right ahead. What building is the police department in? Because that's clearly like a convention center or something that they made into. Apparently, do you know? it was the same set that they used for The Running Man. Wow, oh, that makes sense. So they repurposed it. I think it's some kind of lot. Um, but yeah, it's that that whole LA like f- that fake LA police department yeah. with like a valet in front taking their cars. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just done so well. Everything, and then the scene where the guys like Bice, you're you're teamed up with the rabbi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, funny. We got rabbi cop today. Right. It's so good. Like everything that they do in this film to create like this hyper, like. I don't know, satirical version of an action movie mm-hmm. is just done so well. And Executed you know the director so well. is uh, John McTiernan, who did Die Hard. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that, no. Yes. <gasps> so it's from someone who basically kind of Does invented this. the action genre. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Die Hard came out late 80s, but still, like, that was, like, a moment where, like, this is an action film. Like, we're telling you what it's going to be. Yeah. And, like, it's coming from someone like that and as well as from someone like Arnold, who like these are like action icons, both director and actor, and then just completely flipping the script and just like making fun of themselves mm-hmm. is just such a good premise. Especially at the end when Arnold finally sees Jack Slater, and Arnold's just like, "You should be. You are a celebrity stunt double." I mean, I don't really like you. You've brought me yeah. nothing but pain in my life. Pain. I'm or, getting chills. It's <laughs> it's, it's really hot in here, so maybe really, you should. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're yeah, sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like they look really good too. Like when you see them standing side by side for a movie in '93, seeing yeah. like a person standing. There's no like blur line or weirdness. No, to but it. when he is talking and they're getting the Shoulders. shot from behind. I thought it was uh, a different other Arnold. Yeah. It, that one is the only one that bugged me a little bit. And But to their defense, and Arnold's defense, like I told you in the car, probably very hard to find an Arnold Schwarzenegger body double. Absolutely. Yeah. I would think that might be up there with one of the harder jobs to have in Hollywood, mm-hmm. finding right. somebody who looks like Arnold. Even the character in the movie, I mean, Arnold was like, I've never seen the better body, uh, body double. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the yeah. best. That seemed a little uh, masturbatory for him to be like complimenting himself and his right. act. Again, it's like in Forrest Gump 2 when Forrest meets Tom Hanks. It's like, this is a little too much going on right yeah. now. It's yeah. just... I do like that he pokes fun at himself because like when he is uh, walking it, yeah. at the premiere and his wife is saying like, hey, don't plug any of the restaurants, all right? <laughs> yeah. the, the, when she tells, slides it in at the very end. No gyms, no restaurants. It's tacky when you do it. Mm-hmm. It's so tacky. It's yeah. so tacky. And, and he so did he started it talking anyways. about Planet Hollywood. Yeah, speaking of Hollywood, the Planet Hollywood, we have the best relics, the best memorabilia. Exactly. Yeah. And, and she comes wife and pulls, pulls him away. It was embarrassing. Yeah. 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 And you know what so he was thinking when she did that? What? Can't wait to go home and see the maid. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. I don't, like when that was like 10 years before mm. oh yeah oh no for sure yeah yeah because the maid <laughs> i can't wait to choose a maid go home and like decide which maid we're <laughs> he's just you. has like a folder of like headshots <laughs> <laughs> maids sending in headshots and uh, uh measurements and all that stuff he's like that one i like i do to to bring it to the movie back to the movie i like how it started off immediately with the scene with the ripper like it's the yes. the action starts yes. with so much at stake it's it's him and the son uh, action hero style yeah about to save his son from this very terrifying villain like one it's of the scariest scary people villain. i've ever seen on the big yeah. screen yeah it's also like a believable action movie that we're watching at first mm-hmm. i mean obviously when he's coming in he's like walking across the police cars it's like yeah. you know yeah. big joke but once he's on top of the roof then it goes into this like wait am i like watching an action movie mode like this yeah. feels like kind of a legit action movie we're watching 
I could have liked if this movie was like a part A and a part B, right? If like part A was all of us just watching like the movie and like, why is this kid in this movie? And then part B is like, now I get, I don't know, yeah. kind of like a noise is off behind well, the Well, there's so much that happens. I mean, we spend about an hour and a half in in movie realm oh, oh yeah they right. have a full like lead up climax resolution right and then they're like Leo we got part. an hour left yeah dude once Benedict touches the ticket left. and he's like oh i unlocked a different universe i'm like oh they're fucking going into the real world also, right they're right. gonna fuck shit up in the real world right right also benedict there. has a better mm -hmm. connection to that ticket than the kid did yeah because the kid could never get it to work when he wanted to Can and as soon as benedict touched benedict? it yes um, of course it. that's what we're Can here we for we talk about what's named charles dance right yes yes so good. Yes. Impeccable acting. Yeah. Apparently, the they originally were thinking of Alan Rickman for the role. Interesting. I and, can see that. Different movie. And like Charles Dance on the set would like wear this shirt that says, I'm cheaper than Alan Rickman or something. Because he was like, very <laughs> happy that he was the one chosen. He's like, yeah, I'm a poor man's Alan Rickman. Hell yeah. But he is really so well. good in that movie. Mm -hmm. Give him like that long Joker style gun that like yes. everybody was using back then. I do like that all of Arnold's guns are like 50 caliber right. Desert Eagles. Like he doesn't have a normal gun. His glove Heavy compartment has a mountain of guns. Oh, and like belts of bullets and right. shit. Like he tells Danny, "Yeah, just I mean, one if you're in danger, there's just a gun, gun in Jack." <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. This is a child. Oh, and that kid. Okay, that kid runs around with a gun more than like anybody should be running with a gun. I need to talk about. I I have to talk about Danny real quick. <laughs> hey, let, take your bra off and get it off your chest, bro. Fucking Let's go. Douchebag of a child. Horrible person. I mean, are you going to defend him? I well, I will say this. <laughs> I can't. When I I can't. So when I first <laughs> saw this film, I was uh, I'm trying to remember like I think I was like 7 or 8 years old when uh -huh. I saw it in theaters at the Dome Theater in Pleasant Hill when yes. it was still around. Nice. Yeah. I saw the Grinch there. And it was, yeah, it's just like, it's an experience. Yeah. And I was like, I saw this movie and I was like, I love this movie. But immediately people were like, I hate this movie. Yeah. And everyone was because I fucking hate that kid. Everyone didn't like the movie because oh. of Danny Madigan. Mm -hmm. And I was like watching, I was like, even now, I was like, I don't know, the kid does a good job. I mean, first of all, the actor is just doing what the script and the director are telling them. To I do, do. want to know. I want to say I'm not mad at the actor. I'm fine with the actor. Right, right. Oh, I'm actually the other way. Right. I really like the character. <laughs> I think they should have gotten a different actor. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? They should have got kid who played uh, young Darth Vader or what other kid was big right now. Macaulay Culkin would have been good for that he role. Was, that was originally they were going to go with, but he was filming like The Good Son. Or Wait, something Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin was going to be that. Wow. That movie, uh, can't, I have to say it would have been better with Macaulay Culkin. I'm just, I am fine with the kid actor, except for the, whenever he has lines that say, hello. Right. That's, yeah. He does you have a lot of like, into a, wimp. a little bit of like a smart ass, kind of like a little too far. And I will say that, like I will, but I mean, that's what the role needs. Someone who's yeah. like watched movies all his life and is now in this parallel universe yep. where he's in the movie and needs to be pointing out like, oh, this is a movie. You can't say this word. Say fuck. Yeah. Say the word <laughs> fuck. I'm writing it on a like, piece of paper. It? Such a great bit. And they say fuck once at the very end of the movie. Right. The the lieutenant or something. Yeah. The like, chief. Say, yeah. He says a lot of weird stuff. A lot of stuff. It's so <laughs> Honestly, crazy. I think he says worse things than fuck. He <laughs> says like. Something about the Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> he, talks he, about bring up all, he talks about an all male version of the Diary of Anne Frank. He talks about like <laughs> cocksucking shit eaters. Yeah. He says, like, he is, like, honestly, he says way worse things than just the F word. What is the thing that Arnold says to him at the very end of the movie? Or he says it, and it's like bubble gubble jumper something. No, rubber baby buggy bumpers. Yeah, rubber yeah. baby buggy bumpers. He says that to the you taxi driver. You didn't expect driver. for me to say that, huh? Ha! 
Yeah. I yeah. do like the like Arnold being like, I'll be back. He's like, yeah, I've been waiting for you to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of your thing. The, well, I think the line is supposed to be like, big mistake. That's like, yeah. the, like <laughs> yeah. the, the pseudo line. I was like, that works. That's like a good like little catch too. line. You know, one of the things I did like this movie did, if you remember in the beginning where he's where Dana Manigan's in class mm. and they're like, okay, we're going to watch a scene of Hamlet. Yeah. And like he's watching him. He's like, just do it. Don't say, you know, all the villains, they give away the plot. Just do it. And then he goes into his own head, watches Arnold yep. as, as it. I want to see that, that movie. Yes. I was yes. so down I for that spinoff. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was more scenes they cut out of that. Like of what? him and like the water shooting. And it's like, stay thy hand, fair prince. He <laughs> yes. said, I'm fair. And he just like starts shooting. I was like, that's so Let's good. Well, can you imagine the amount of like makeup and time that they had to that's a whole Doom? new movie. They have to make a movie yeah. just to put it in the movie for Multiple 10 seconds. Multiple days of shooting just to make that little uh, Hamlet oh, uh, spin Yeah, that's a B unit at least. You know what I mean? Like they have mm-hmm. to bring in a whole other crew. and they, So yeah. worth it. I'm it would have been. So yeah. worth it. I would watch these Jack Slater films. I would see yes. the the Jack Slater 3 with the Ripper because right. the Ripper is such a terrifying villain. I want to know more about him and his Do we backstory. know anything about Jack Slater 2? Because they talk about Jack Slater. They talk about Jack right. Slater 3 a lot, and Jack Slater 4 is coming There's out. There's a scene where they go to Jack Slater's apartment, and it's just like basically empty except for a bed. Oh, And the he immediately ninja. goes in and shoots. Yeah, and there's like a ninja in the closet. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, how'd you know there was a ninja closet? He's like, oh, no, right. No wonder. Jack Slater 2, The Return of the Ripper, or yes. something like that. Yeah. So we know that there was a Ripper of some sort in mm. Jack Slater 2. I love ninjas. You, like needless ninjas in movies. Just, he was so needless. Every movie should have one ninja. When it's a ninja in the daytime in the closet. Also, why is he wearing black? Yeah, it's the daytime. And he's self-esteem thing. He's oh, trying to get his is. mind into it. I think this is also the only film I've ever seen Arnold. I mean, it's obviously not Arnold, but someone as a stunt double of Arnold doing a flip. Like mm. he's on like a rooftop. The and parkour he does a, scene. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Again, that was crazy. Fifty years ahead of its time. Crazy. Yeah. Someone that big. Someone that stature. Six one two forty doing a flip. I'm just so down to see Arnold Do walk anything. on anything that's not the ground because he does a lot of that in this movie. He's just like, oh, a line of 17 taxi cabs. Yes. Let me use this as my walkway. And I, alligator boots. Yeah, yes. and, he, and he doesn't walk on water, but he does drive on water at one point. Yes. This guy's driving's wild, man. Like when he's leaving the parking garage. He's literally in the, the worst driver. He, his, his lieutenant is coming in from like where the we're on the right lane where you should drive. He crosses like a divider in the parking garage and causes an accident immediately. If we're talking about his driving at all, we have to talk about the chicken scene that happened in the real world. Oh, that's such a good scene. The, because he's like, you can't play mm. chicken in the real world. He's like, people die in car crashes and we're watching this happen. It's all one shot. Yes. The cars are coming to each other and it's just... The one of the most violent yes. car crash scenes in cinema history. It's so like just a period at the end of that sense because it's like, you, is this one take? You're watching yeah. it happen. It's like, are they going to cut away? They're going to cut away. They're going to cut to him in the car or something, or they're going to swerve or like. But no, they just straight up crash, and then fucking odd job is hanging out of the front window like a fucking every 15 minutes thing. Right, and it's just like it was bloody what's happening here. It was, dis- it was so bloody. Odd multiple job. times, multiple times. Professor that, Tanaka. Pro- I'm sorry, Professor Tanaka. Oh yeah, that, that was his last role. What? Uh, that was his, well, he I mean, died I'm, in the car crash. <laughs> it's like it's a very real film. Also, <laughs> also, also, Art Carney's last film. Who? Art Who? Art Carney. Who's that? Art Carney. Art wait, wait. Practice. Wait, yes. wait, wait, no, no, wait. Who's Art Carney? Art Carney's the old. He's he was an old man. Oh no, that was played Frank. Nick? Yeah, that played Frank, his second, his favorite second cousin. His favorite. The, yeah. Oh. yeah. When he was like, I gotta go, or like, uh, what was his last line? Something like, uh, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Which ended up being his last line in a film, 
and then he like died shortly after. That wow. was like his last. Yeah, it was kind of damn. That's sad. I, I mean, that I was gonna make a fart joke right there, but this movie actually has about thirty minutes of a fart joke. Yes. That at first I thought it was just gonna be a throwaway line, but nope. No. Uh, what is his name? Joe the fart. Leo. Leo, Leo, the, Leo fart. the fart is gonna pass gas one more. Time. Oh my god! Not only Whoa. that. They pull his finger, <laughs> like yes. they they to start the timer of the bomb. This movie has so many different chapters in it that that escaped my mind. That there was an entire assassination of a mob attempt on the top of a building. First of all, rooftop funeral. That's how I want it done. Very add that classy. add that to my list, please. Very classy. Very classy. Oh my gosh! And uh, who is it? There there was also uh, a traitor. Who is the who is the guy? Oh, practice. Yes. Uh, something practice. Uh, private practice. No. Private no, no, no. practice. Uh, I mean, the whole joke was like, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. Mm. Mm-hmm. John practice something. I don't know. Uh, no, he you killed take a Mozart. Cab. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Mozart. That's right. So many just like on the nose jokes in this movie sprinkled in all the right place or just like filled with it. And I want to say one of the best comedic things that I've ever seen. And in fact, I've never seen a movie do it before is in this film. They don't just like have jokes that end. Uh, like they come back in the background. So like when the cat detective is looking for a doctor and he runs off and he's like, we need a doctor. Like you still hear him in the background being like, I need a doctor. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> for like oh, yeah. 30 seconds. They don't let it go. Of course he's still screaming for a doctor. That They're cat in- was still in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meta. So Method yes. acting. Yes. Well, Danny is always pointing out just all these okay i it's very funny but i did hate him for it when he was just really trying to ruin arnold's life by saying hey you're not real dude look this how is hot this movie. girl is yeah right yeah that was the whole blockbuster it wasn't called blockbuster it was like acme or something and but yeah. everything was acme which i thought was also right. a fun gag um also how does that kid know that there's only nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine options for a 555 number because there's four digits left in a seven number number so 555 and then Phone numbers are seven numbers, so there's four digits. And with four-digit possibilities, you can only go up to 9,999. Thank kids you. Kids sharp. The kids Thank fast, kids sharp. But Quick. that's why we have area codes. Yeah. Ah, like, got him. He shoot. got him. Uh, you know, but this is movie world. This is movie. I like how Arnold was hitting on that girl in the uh, Acme or Blockbuster right, yeah. place. No, both the person who was going to get films as well as the one who was working there. Yeah. And then as they're walking out, like some like woman walking her dog. He's like checking yeah. her out. It's like... Definitely a horn dog. Like he was just playing himself. Yeah, he was. He was just smoking cigars. <laughs> Arnold would smoke cigars on set all the time. Yes. It was. I feel like this movie was like Arnold was like. I just want to make a movie where I can be me. I don't Let's think build he acted. A movie around. Yeah, that. I don't think he acted at all. No. The most too. acting he did was when he was pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. But when he was actually Jack Slater, he was just like, okay, this is my life times a hundred. Let's just amp it up. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Actually, it's his life. I like this world that they're in too. Like, what? It's like it's, kind of futuristic. Is it futuristic or is it takes place in the past? Because all the cars are old, but that LAPD right. office looked pretty fucking advanced. It's like a parallel universe that like is cool. I would want to be there. Yeah. I mean, I flesh wound bullets, bullet shots, or just flesh wounds. You like mm-hmm. survive that kind of thing. Like, I mean, and then he gets shot in the heart. You know, not to bury the end, but like he gets shot in the heart, and then when he gets to fake world, they're like, "This is." Barely even a flesh wound. Right. Yeah. Right. Get him up. Get him up. Like, stand him up now. Charles Dance was like menacing when he was figuring out how inconsequential uh, his actions were in the real world. Right. Can we talk about Charles Dance again? <sighs> yeah. Let's talk about him as Can much we, as you want. He is so good. Like, when he, like, the moment you, you, you get that presence of him, like, where he's just like does the shot, like, without looking in the very beginning, you mm-hmm. know, like, and. Every time he has, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to be rambling because like he's so good. Like, <laughs> like yeah, when he comes to the real world 
and he's like testing things out. Like, first of all, he's walking and he sees people like he hears a gunshot and he quickly goes over to see what's happening. He's like, they're stealing his shoes. All they want is steal his shoe. For a brief second, I thought that was going to be him being like, this world is so evil. Like, now I'm going to be good, which kind of would have been a little bit of a cop out. But no, in fact, it goes the exact opposite way where he's like, oh, I can do anything here. And I think in 90s New York, you probably could. Yeah. People were like, he was yelling. I murdered a man. I right. did it with and intention. I, and I want to confess. And like, I want so it. good. Yeah. It's and then like, the guy, whoever is just like in hey, his building. We're trying to sleep up here. Keep it down. Yeah. It, just so funny. And it's a smart move for a villain to do that realizes, like, first of all, the villain, he, like his character was smart enough to like pick up what's happening. Yeah. Can work the ticket. Then he's like, I'm just going to go and like pull all, like he's labeling, what was he named off? Like Dracula, I'm going to bring Dracula back, Freddy Krueger, King Kong. It's like, this guy's doing his homework fast. And also, yeah, no, I mean, he could have taken over the world easily. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Unless one of those villains wants to be in charge and then next one. But you know what got him down? Like he had to have that one-on-one with Jack Slater. That was the one thing. You can't can't pass up a chance to take out the man, Jack Slater. That was awesome i mean like i I like that they brought the ripper back too at the very end yes i was like oh my like a, a nice little callback to the very first five minutes i also really like that the ripper's axe comes in parts that was such mm-hmm. a cool moment as if it's like a like a sniper rifle that he's putting together yeah, if you weren't expecting it like this man is this is his craft but i do think axe though that work. having an axe in pieces makes the axe itself not as strong I mean, stronger presence. More places for it to (laughs) break when he's swinging it at Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was strong enough to hold him as he was using it to help slow his rate on the Yeah, who is he, John Wilkes Booth? What the fuck is this shit? (laughs) I like that he takes the time to put it together to throw it once. (laughs) Yeah. He just throws it once. Because you know he's going to throw it. You know he's going to throw it again. He's like, you don't want to just swing it, dude, so you could still have it in your hand after you use it? Also, Arnold electrocutes him with a live wire in the puddle, but uh, then just stands up in that water. The electricity's still going, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure. And I think he uses that wire to like rope down himself to get Danny. Am I wrong, or is that just a completely different piece of rope? Uh, what he what he does? He's like hanging from the building. He might have been hanging from the wire. Catches Danny. Yeah, and good then like movie. swings him up to the roof. It's wild. Yeah, Danny's just like on a gargoyle upside down. That was like ending number two. This movie has several end like false endings. Yeah, dude. Like the Leo DeFart was like within the world, <laughs> that world ending. Like yeah. that was their universe ending. And then they jump over and it's like it was like my mom was like, Are they going there? Is this movie still going? And yeah. yes, it is for another hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours and ten minutes. Right. When I told him that he thought it was a joke. Right. I mean, movies are longer nowadays, but it's a it's a healthy two-hour take. Oh, it's yeah. two movies. Yeah, it is. Like stitched really together is. as if fucking Christopher Nolan was was there. You know, like it is it is a no, that one didn't land. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys were both looking at me very like straight faced. I was like, You're right. I'm yeah, listening, listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Don't you know you say, mm-hmm. When hey, I, okay. I know. That's why I, when I'm like really involved in the conversation or what the person's saying, me as a recipient, I, I'm engaged. And then I've realized I now sound like a caveman when no, I just. No, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this, what was I going to say? The, um, the movie runtime, apparently like they were trying to cut it down, but like they were filming a week prior to the release of the film in theaters. Mm -hmm. They were still filming. So, like, they were just, like... The movie was a disaster as far as, like, production. And I think it was one of the things that John McTiernan, the director, was like, I'm going to take a break from making movies right now. This is, like, too much. And Arnold considers it, like, the the beginning of the decline of his career. It is and it isn't. 
like I could kind of see how stressful it was and like how all of a sudden like now and now it's not as much fun. But also this might be his best film, period. Yeah, it is so good, like on a meta level, on like a person who loves action movies. And I also I'm a big fan of Arnold in a comedic or like heavily comedic like role. Yes. Like yeah. kindergarten cop twins, even jingle all the way. Yes. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 <He's, he's adapting. laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I have a. We gotta edit all your sounds into like a clip. Yes. Um, uh, I, mm-hmm. I've become like a, a Woody doll with a pull string, and I have like a, about forty-seven different sayings. You know, that's a lot. Woody pulling. didn't have that many. Forty-seven yeah. variations of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. called Mandarin Chinese yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tones. It's a uh, yeah. That this. Is, so this is your favorite Arnold film. This, I would I mean it's one of my favorites. So I have Arnold yeah, films in title? like tiers. Mm-hmm. So like there's like the what is it, like the S tier, like the very top of the top. Yeah. I would say this movie is like the second slot down. The very top tier, I I want to try and make it a top five, but I don't even know if I can pick that fifth one. So for, for years I'd only have a four, like the top four. One is Conan the Barbarian. Nice. Such a great film. One was Pumping Iron. Again, such a great film. Yep. One was Predator. Yes. Yes, all knocked out of the park. And actually, maybe it was only like the three. What was the fourth? Oh, tr- uh, Total Recall. Ah. Total Recall is so good. Now, the fifth one is like, I fluctuate depending on what day. Like, maybe depending I'm how feeling you like up. True Lies, which is oh. another comedic role. So funny. From Arnold, which is such Arnold a Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Yep. Yeah, you get to see your boobies. That's the one. That's how, uh, that weirdly, as like a, you know, as a uh, child with hormones, that's how I categorized that movie. Not yeah. necessarily an Arnold movie. It's a but Jamie the one Lee like Curtis film. Yeah. It's a Jamie Lee Curtis booby film. Yeah. Just like Sharon Stone is in that one movie where we all look at her vagina. Yeah. Uh, Basic Instinct. I didn't even know it had a name. I thought it was called. Basic Instinct. It's called the, Basic Instinct. The vagina movie. I was about to say Killer Instinct. I, that fighting I think game. it's uh, the vagina monologues, right? <laughs> That's Sharon what that Stone. movie is. That, dude, the, I love that she's in this movie. The cameos are ridiculous. Right. The only cameo that I don't remember seeing, and maybe you can explain it to us, was Tina Turner. Yeah, she's right, the right mayor. Front, she's the mayor. And this movie is like oddly political. Like he's like, oh, call me when the governor gets here. Uh-huh. And he be- Arnold becomes the governor Crazy. 10 years from that movie. Crazy, yeah, he was probably dude. still a Democrat when he made that joke. Right, exactly. <laughs> there's some weird twists. And there was like a lot of like things about like there's worse things in the world. Politicians, yeah. earthquakes, fires, politicians. You said it twice. Twice as bad as everything else. Yeah, Boom. it's like, yeah. he became one. Yeah, so I don't know why Tina Turner was the mayor. I don't know what kind of poll or like. Just Hollywood schmoozing Arnold had with Tina Turner. I guess so. But, but what do we even see her as mayor? When do we see her in as the mayor? very beginning? Like when they're trying to tell, like to I think they're like trying to get Jack Carter, uh, um, to not go or sorry Jack Slater, to not go on the roof, and like in the first movie in, yeah, in yeah. Jack Slater three. Oh right, yeah, right, exactly right. Oh, Jack yeah, Slater three. that's right. The layers of this onion of a movie just blow my mind. Right, the, the fact that this exists in our universe that Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing Jack Slater in Last Action Hero that so like halfway through the movie when Charles Dance picks up the ticket and we find out oh shit he's gonna go into the real world oh my god in the real world it's Arnold Schwarzenegger please tell me Jack Slater's gonna go in there and meet Arnold and meet Arnold it's just so much it delivers we had been talking about that Mm -hmm. as the film was going and you went to the bathroom when that happened and Christian comes back he's like oh what I miss expecting me to be like oh not much you know this this and this I was like Christian he just met Arnold Schwarzenegger and Christian 
upends a table. Shit his pants. <laughs> yeah. Cam running around the table, and we rewound it and watched it all over again because the glint, the the glee in your eye when I finally told you that it happened was like, yeah, yes. And can we talk about that open, like the red carpet scene? Yeah. Where I'm trying to remember, there was like Chevy Chase was there, Damon Wayans was there, uh, James Belushi, uh, James Belushi, Belushi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Claude Van Damme was yeah. there. Yes. It's like all of these people are just like coming out of the woodwork. I was like, what is the budget? Like, were these people doing as a favor? Like, well, I mean, like, what was it like? like uh, 85. It was 85. Like, that was like allocated to these cameos, or was it all complete Arnold Pohl favors? I, 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 I think, think it was. Pohl. I think it was just friends. We're filming this on the lot. You guys are here right now. You know, Come anyways. On, say hi. It's free yeah. publicity if you yeah. have something to promote. Here do, you go. Do generally, do people get paid for cameos? I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, guess, I think, like, almost oh, all that when it's a big person making a cameo like that, I feel like it's almost always a favor. Right. right. This yeah. is a John McTiernan film. He just, like, Those people. Or, like a year or two ago, d- before this one, made Hunt for Red October. Which, oh, was which is another bonkers film. Yeah. So, like, obvious, and it's, and it's an Arnold film. So, like, this movie has the clout to be able to, like, get people to come out. Because even Sharon Stone wasn't on good terms with Arnold at the time of this movie. Whoa. But still was in the movie as a cameo because Arnold was like, you're going to be in the scene. And you're just gonna walk, and that's it. And it's like, like that's easy. And all you got to do is just light the cigarette and yeah, walk away. Walk off set. I don't even think she walked. I, they just walk past her. So right. She stays still. As maybe she didn't that. even know they were filming. <laughs> maybe she was just smoking a cigarette <laughs> on all right, set. We're done. Just we're done. Like Thanks, her usual done smoking for, in a white dress. What? Yeah. She's like, what do you mean done? They're like, uh, nothing, nothing, Sharon, nothing. Done what? <laughs> are those cameras? So good, man. I mean, that's it's. Oh it, what, man. The MCU did the long game of creating a universe. And so that we would get fan service come like No Way Home, come like uh, all these Disney Plus uh, shows, right? We would see like little Easter eggs. We're seeing Easter eggs in the same movie about the same movie later on. It's just like the, the ninja... And him right. saying, "Remember Jack Slater two, uh, Return of the Ripper." That's already say- that's fan service for us. Now that we saw, Jack- we're put- piecing together all the different clues <laughs> that create this last. Ad- I'm just I'm a gun- <laughs> very excited. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> it's just one of my 47 just, sayings. I do like that you're doubling down on the Woody thing. Um, look, this movie is. Uh, should be standard watching for every American citizen in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think this should be taught in college courses. I think if you're studying film or you enjoy cinema, this movie should be on top of your list just for the sheer, like. Got, you got it. Yep. You got it. You got, it looks like mm. you're kissing and fondling boobs the, at the same time. Mm, keep going. Like mm. <laughs> the mm of this film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's five a beefy films out of mm. five, five, five <laughs> five out of, that's, mm. that's the new rating system. Yeah, I give it. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that's oh, five. That's five. five. So, right no, here. I'm closing my throat before I say. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, dude. Oh, yeah, but so if you're fun. talking about the Marvel and MCU, like, what's the biggest thing now? Multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. parallel universes. This movie was the multiverse. It was doing that already before we even had the term being used all the time for multiverse. Yeah. Like, um, yes, maybe the comic books were already doing it. Well, I mean, I'm sure they were, but like, as far as like blockbuster films for like sure, movies for sure, for like sure. that are just like putting out there i mean they i think they use the term parallel universe or parallel yeah, world yeah yeah it's the same idea it's the same shit dude yeah. i i would love to see 
you know, when this movie ends and Arnold Schwarzenegger's back in his life and he like talks back to his boss again and shit like that, he's like, "Cause I'm the hero and you're the lieutenant or whatever it is." Right. Um, I want to see the next day because now Arnold Schwarzenegger is essentially a god in that universe because right. he knows that there's no ramifications. He understands that like he should now turn into Doctor Doom. That's the real oh thing, though. I think you were right saying that Danny Madigan is the true villain of the film because yeah. he broke that universe he essentially did. like I, I do want to see what's going to happen is like an exponential like that the fabric of that reality starts crashing just in completely how many people just become yeah. like fourth wall breaking ruined like, lives if, yeah. if Danny were to somehow find that ticket again and come back and time had progressed he's like an adult now and he's like oh I want to go check it out he would go back there would be statues of Arnold Schwarzenegger everywhere and there would be like for, well, actually no maybe he wouldn't go the Nazi route never mind Damn, damn, no. A little but I just mean like just going like taking over and like. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he would be fine. I think, yeah, he would be praised. But he, he might become be a movie star in that world. Watch. Are there movies in the movie world? Obviously, because they go to this blockbuster. No, there's no music. <gasps> he listens to classical music for the right. first time. He does change. And I think at the very end, if you're listening to him, like, I think he's, he like, as the camera's like panning, you can hear him like walking away with the commissioner mm-hmm. and saying something about like, and I don't want to use guns anymore. Or yeah. What he says something to the yes, effect of like he doesn't want to like be such a hardcore this and that even though this is the universe where you can get away with and it. do it so yeah. Danny's ruined this man he's Danny changed, has taken the world's best purpose. cop and destroyed his life fundamentally or made him better I think he's just trying not to be this reckless violent uh, machismo guy in this world that he's in because he he witnessed the harsh reality of the real world. That's Maybe that's he how knows. he takes the villains down because there's obviously still going to with be love. these major super villains mm. in that world, but yeah. he just takes them down with love, takes them down with like, or maybe just like psychologically fucks them up and be mm. like, "Who wrote you? You you are not real. Someone oh, wrote you and those. made you." <gasps> all now that all he has of the your power of knowledge, all of your past. Like deaths and family mean nothing because you're nothing. Yeah. Oh, the moment where he realizes like everything that's happened to him was just crafted by writers or something like that, and he has this like real yeah. like quintessential like epiphany moment where he's like, Oh fuck. I'm fake. None of this shit matters. Right, right, right. It's like, whoa, this movie turns real. Character yeah. depth. The movie wow. constantly flirts with like legit pulling on heartstrings like fi- like this is like a film. This is a film. Like yeah. it like and then it goes Cinema. like bonkers. And then it comes back to these moments where it's like, oh shit, why am I having these feels right now? Well, did Arnold Schwarzenegger make me cry? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, he did. I care about these characters. I care about Jack Slater. I care about Jack Slater more than I do Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't care about Madigan. Um, yeah, no, he, but he, I'm pretty sure he is sorry about his, about his wrongdoings and he's going to have to like get his shit together if he's going to help support his mother who's stressed. Say, does he he still has anything? the ticket. He yeah. still has the ticket at the end. <laughs> Real quick. When uh, Ian McKellen comes and tells, oh fuck, we'll get oh. there. But um, when Ian McKellen uh, tells, tells Danny, you should find the other half of that ticket. It cuts to the next oh, shot shit. is of uh, the move the box for the movie tickets, and <laughs> Danny drop kicks that box. He comes flying in like John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Boom. Both feet into the box. One easily. <laughs> just remove the lid of the right. box or some it's shit. Unlocked, it's unlocked, Danny. There's an opening. But you already drove the EMT vehicle into Nick's establishment. Well, it's already right. being shut down. It's already, oh, yeah. sure, sure. But still, unnecessary. Drop kicks that, destroys that, and conveniently finds the ticket. Uh, because all the tickets are gold, except yeah. for the one that the he's looking one. for. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, mean, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, when Nick hand, like gives him the ticket and hands it back, and then he rips it, I was like, 
you just rip this thing you've had your entire life. Houdini gave this thing to you, and you just rip it. Yeah, yeah. Just rip it, and you don't even know like that it's magic, but you just do it. Apparently, in an early script, Nick, that character, was going to be the devil. What? I just what? blew your mind. I just blew your mind. This I, I movie thought I was like, now has religious overtones to it. Right. This is the greatest piece of cinema yeah. history. Producers oh. were like, no, don't do that. Because apparently old Nick is a British term for the devil. So like, he was going to be like this devil character. No, you can't make him the devil. But what if we had a manifestation of death right. That's that probably speaks what to they the did. children? Yeah. Oh, Played fuck. by one of the most well-credited men in, in cinema history, Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah. Just straight up death. I was like, is that Ian McKellen on that movie poster? Oh, is that Ian McKellen with a scythe? Is that him coming out of the screen? Yeah. And he just like touches that cop eating a hot dog. Right. Just got caught. The cop just like coughs himself to death yeah, like, on the oh side. My God. I would hate to die choking on a hot dog that too. That would suck. Though. Embarrassing. Yeah. Because yeah. you could never tell people. It's a New York hot dog. So I suppose, you know, if you're going to go. <laughs> Nathan's right. Let's go. go. Let's make it. Jesus Christ. Um, um, best person on set? It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. And as much as I love Arnold in this movie, I ooh, I really got to give it to Charles Dance. I knew you were going to say him. I really got to give it to that guy because he is such a good counterpoint to Arnold and everyone else in that film. And also, I don't, I can't remember. I mean, I'm sure he's been in other things, but this was his first big thing. He was in Game of Thrones, isn't that what we figured out? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Tywin, Tywin Lannister. I've only ever seen a handful of those episodes. Um, He's incredible. I kind of watched Last Action Hero instead of the rest of Game of Thrones. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I will watch Last Action Hero. uh, I want it playing at my funeral, on my rooftop funeral. I I want, (laughs) I want a TV there, rolled in, (laughs) AV club style. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll bow your head and. Get ready to watch Last Action Hero. Yeah. This is in his will. We have to do it. We're, Open your eyes, Grandma. We're accepting no eulogies at this moment. We would rather just <laughs> hear Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wake up, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> there's an hour and a half left. They wake, open wake the up. coffin and there's a TV in there. And mm-hmm. it's just... I want Josh there to cater on with plates with Arnold Schwarzenegger on there. Yes, yes. And uh, we're, everyone's going to be wearing the robes that you know your friend's mom made, yes. Peter's mom made. Incredible. Who's your best person on set, Christian? Um, I'm gonna. I want to give it to Charles Dance, but I think I might give it to Shane Black. Oh, the screenplay. Whoa. I wonder is if he was on like set, the but you know, it is really good. Yeah, Shane Black and the other guy that he was working with to make the screenplay. But this was Fair just to read this on paper sounds bonkers and absolutely wild. To see how it was executed, very well and very efficiently. So much happened in two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, perfect. It would have been hard. Yeah, I could see how difficult it would be to keep this all together, being essentially three movies in one. And making it Three universes, yeah. Uh, My best person on Side Award is the digitalization black and white Humphrey Bogart. Okay. Cannot get over the fact that they just had to cut away from an important part of the film just to make a Humphrey Bogart joke. Uh, And it's it's incredible, you know. That joke was Here's looking at you, kid. It was the last joke before they all looked at Jack Slater as he was clearing his desk because he was just fed up with because he he lost Benedict. And it was just like, oh right. fuck, you're leaving, you're done, like Danny. Humphrey you ruined Bogart's his life. Just like turns and like, oh, oh that looks bad. Uh, quick shout out to Meredith or his daughter, whoever the fuck what was it? What's her name? Uh, the character's name. Yeah, the character's it name. It was like Whitney or Meredith. One was like the actress in the film, and one was the character. Yeah, Whitney. Daughter. Whitney is the character. Uh, Meredith is the actress in that un- in the real right. universe. And guys, she's the teacher from Billy Madison. Yes. Yep. Yes. And also Sonia Blade from the very first. Oh, Mortal that's right. Kombat. We did talk yes, about that. that. Also yeah. True. So that was, she I was, think great. was her first. This was her first film too. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So like when they were saying like this is her first role, it's like it also was her first. Role. And she had a fight scene in it. Yes, she had a fight scene. Yeah. She just was really well trained and skeezy. 
Skeezy. Yes, shout out to Skeezy. Have, Skeezy? You looked, have you looked at the IMDb of the actor who played Skeezy? No, he has a lot, huh? I, I haven't looked at, like, I didn't go into, like, what he else he's done, because I don't think he's done much, because, like, the picture of him is of him now. As an adult, yeah. yeah. But it's, like, obviously someone had, like, a selfie or, like, some kind of, like, Polaroid, really bad quality, just... <laughs> Yep, and it's just cropped in. Yeah, it's just I've like seen it. really close cropped in. Oh, it's easy with a double chin, is what I saw. Same glasses. Yep, he looks exactly the same. And he says, and when the police is interviewing him afterwards, he's like, that's skeezy, S-K-E-E-Z-Y, not I-E. No I-E. No I-E. And it's just, he's just in the background. There's no actual shot of him. They open the door, and he's like ready to kiss. I'm like, who the fuck's that kid? Eyes look like he's in pain. Yeah. Does He's not kidding. want to kiss Meredith? It's like, I have to do this because it's part of our sorority or whatever. Yeah, it was a freshman sorority thing, right? I mean, I guess. Um, I, and we've already agreed that we rate this movie five mm-hmms. Five mm-hmms out of five mm-hmms. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I wish I could go more because yeah. it's like such a layered film. Yeah. It's like five mm's in this universe yeah. as well as five more in the parallel oh. universe. And also in Madigan's universe world yep as well as all of the films that these other things like the you know the seven deadly sins universe where like ian mckellen comes out of like yeah. we're talking like there's multiple universes arnold schwarzenegger were... hamlet yes oh Imagine. god i want that movie which didn't the fairly odd parents kind of make a joke about that too what with like arnold schwarzenegger doing hamlet no i don't know uh, I, I just i can i have a vague cartoon memory of that um well when you write your ted talk on arnold schwarzenegger i would love to help you with that and be around and at least be in the audience to have a two-hour like long talk from you about arnold schwarzenegger right. i would pay money and, for that we can try and like make some extremely convincing argument to arnold like it's not too late to make this film mm-hmm. it's not too late a king lear maybe something something you know within yeah. like well they Arnold's- just did three versions of macbeth why not? That's true. Yeah, anything that's true. can happen now. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I wish we could go more. There's so much, like, there's so much more possibilities out of this movie. You know, just imagine just having that ticket and dipping your toes in any of those movies that oh. existed in their world. This is a great question. How, let's finish it up with this. If you had that ticket, what movie would you want to go into? Oh. Well, my first instinct is like, what if you enter this movie? Like, what does that mean? But that might be breaking the system. Like, a, you know. know, rubbing a lamp and wishing for more wishes. Like, I don't think that's a good idea. So let me think about this. Yeah. That is actually, that is a kind of a good thought-provoking question. But, Baddies, I'll I'll give it to you guys as well. If you could go into any movie, let us know in the comments below. What is it? I don't want to, Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite movies, but I don't want to be in that world because that world's fucked up. It is. It's messed up. Star Wars, no, because, you know, with the Republic and the... The resistance is stressful and highly political there. And if you pick a cartoon movie, do you turn into a cartoon? Ooh, that's a good question. I I regret asking this. Or is this going to be like a Space Jam situation where, like, you know, you're Mm. human, but then you have, like, abilities that you discover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to save your son. And and, no, I'm sorry. And you're the outcast, and uh, everyone's a cartoon except you. Maybe, Maybe I would choose something like. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, if we're gonna go down that route mm-hmm. because, like, there were humans in that world and a cartoon world that was apparently very viable that allowed you to have sex with cartoons. Whoa, in that world. And it was pl- it was fine. That's just how it was. I'm sorry, they were playing patty cake. They're playing patty cake. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, one of these days we should uh, review Howard the Duck. Oh, hey, we, that movie saved Marvel. So yeah, hundred percent. And uh, he has a cameo in of uh, uh, Infinity War. He in, was in Guardians, he was in, Guardi- in Actually, Guardians. Actually, no, he was in a couple of Guardians. Yeah, multiple point. things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, okay, that's a whole other episode. Let's wrap this up. George we Lucas s- film. What? Uh, Howard the Duck. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, let's wrap this up. It's really hot in this room. Um, yes. We still have to. We have an episode to. We gotta go. We gotta go all the way back to Studio City. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go up Koalinga. We're gonna go ahead and take a left down. I don't. Can't I think of Wait, are you guys staying at that same place that you stayed in last time when you came down? No, you the, the pirate themed Airbnb. That what? was the coolest Airbnb I've ever so seen. So cool. Life. So cool. I probably should have done that. I it probably like should have had like. Dragon dinosaur sculptures, like metal yeah. sculptures in the garden. You you just met me, but I love pirates. I have a pirate tattoo. Why the fuck didn't we go to the pirate place? I don't know. Next time. There's always a next time. I forgot. I <laughs> okay, completely forgot. Well, I, I, I completely forgot. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry. I'm so upset. Yeah, Especially but, with all the bullshit we went through with this hotel. Yeah. We should have gone to the pirate place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Well, let's get out of here. Josh, can you tell the listeners uh, where they can find you on Instagram and where they can see a lot of your artwork? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at joshwolf2112. Um... I'm also on Reddit, but most of the stuff I post on Instagram, uh, I'm working on, I just last night finished the last page of a comic that I'm collaborating on. I'm doing the art. It's called Fellow Robot. Yeah. Um, it's all self-published stuff. So, you know, it's going to take a sec for it to come become like a physical thing. But um, yeah, check me out on Instagram. Dawn of Jane. Dawn of Jane, that's right. Also in a band, and we may be going on tour. Ooh. Hell yeah. Uh, sometime in, I think, October. That's awesome. Nice. Doing nice. the Four Corners tour. Awesome. Those yeah. like four states that like are right next to each other. Yeah, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've man. been the place, there. The place where you can put your, yeah, mm-hmm. your hands everywhere. Right. Um, and Fade Up, Fade Out. Uh, still hop on Spotify, and you could, you yep. could see their music yep. and or listen to their music. And fuck, dude, there's so much that you do. It's incredible. And, uh, um, it's an honor to have you on this show. So I pet my cat and I post videos of that sometimes. It's awesome. So. Yeah, I see that a lot. An actual cat, right? This isn't a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. like, yeah, it was a, mm. a cartoon cat. Mm. Mm. Um, it's a detective. Me. It's a detective. <laughs> the cat's detective. Hard day at work. Uh, one of his best massage. men. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow he'll wake up and do it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can follow me at Christian has asthma. You can follow me at call underscore me Jesus. Follow the podcast at ICBTB podcast. Buy our merch at ICBTB.com. Or if you have time, type it all in. It can't be that bad.com. We paid good money for both of those domains. Rate us five mm-hmms on Spotify and five mm-hms on Apple Podcasts. And, and subscribe uh, to us on YouTube if you want to see our faces as we speak on this audio platform. And remember, guys, adopt, don't shop. Yeah, and be happy. Um and spade new to your pets. Do you, Josh? Anything you want to say? Can't be that bad. Oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, it can't be that bad.